0: Deep in the heart of Las Vegas, Nevada. It's the best of the outdoors podcast brought to you by Texas Fishing Game Magazine, the voice of the Texas outdoor nation. I'm your humble host, Dustin Von Warnke. Um, I'm really happy to be here for another day of shot show coverage. I'm really excited to have the chance to share with you what I found today in my work in the shot show uh, exhibit hall today. Really excited to have the chance to. Uh, to showcase some different things that I found interesting and that I think you will find interesting as well. The first place that I stopped off was Hotsan Air Guns. Um, I had a meeting with them, with one of their operations guys and the owner uh, I've known for a while. And they have a new H 1911, I guess H stands for Hotsan. Um, and they have, uh, it's basically a pellet pistol that has a, a six round rotary magazine uh, on the top part of the uh, clip. And then the bottom part of the clip has another six round rotary magazine. So if you were to flip the uh, the clip, you know, back and forth, you'd have a total of um, 12 shots. So it's kind of cool. You, you can really easy to use uh, for the most part from what I can see. I didn't obviously have a chance to test fire it, but Um, Really exciting product. Very lightweight for its size as well as a a regular standard 1911-style gun. And I've got a picture of that that I'll put in the show notes. And if you're listening to this on YouTube, you can see the pictures on fishgame.com under the podcast tab if you find this show. And um, so really, I thought that was an interesting innovation. Uh, 1911-style air gun, uh, air pistol. And the reason why I think it's kind of cool is because... It's a great way to get kids involved in the outdoors, and it's not too heavy to where kids can't, you know, use it. I try to teach my son. I've got a couple of air pistols. I bought a SIG, I believe it was a P226 uh, air pistol from the Texas Airgun Show this last uh, August that we had uh, up in Mansfield, Texas, in the the north Texas area. And I'm really excited about getting my son behind that because we've had a lot of fun shooting that. And then I also own a revolver that Dustin Ellerman sent to me um, from Umarex, uh, and, and they've got, they're just great guns to have around for shooting BBs. Um, this is a pellet gun, this uh, particular gun that uh, is a, um, the H1911 from, uh, from Hotson, and I really have a lot of good things to say. Like I say, it's lightweight, uh, easy to handle for kids to use, and a really good training for firearms. Now... Air guns for, you know, in the air pistol category are not necessarily just for, you know, young shooters that are just learning pistols. It's also very cheap ammunition to shoot, you know, uh, lead BBs or pellets, whatever the case may be, depending on what fire... I'm sorry, what air gun you use. Um, you know, it's cheaper than shooting a twenty two. You can shoot in your backyard in a lot of cases, depending on where you live. I know I can shoot in my backyard uh, for air guns and... Um, have a lot of fun doing that and training when i can't get all the way to the range when i don't have the time commitment to go to the range um air guns are just a fantastic way to plink and practice and have fun uh in the outdoors so i definitely wanted to bring that up also they have the hercules bully and this is basically a uh a air gun uh, air rifle It is basically a step up from uh, their original Hercules that they came out with, I believe, last year. And it's uh, kind of a bullpup design. It's a really cool looking, interesting um, air gun, uh, air rifle. And uh, it really caught my eye because it can go from 177 caliber model all the way up to a 45 caliber model for the same Air rifle uh, series, you know, comes in all those different calibers in between 177, 22 cal, 25 cal, 30 cal, 35 cal, and 45 cal. So just depending if you want big bore and want to hunt uh, hogs like I do with uh, air guns, uh, you can choose that. Or if you want to just plink and shoot predators, varmints, so on and so forth, uh, you can choose a smaller bore diameter. And um, really cool looking gun. I mean, there's a lot to say about what Hotson's up to there. And I know I talk about air guns a lot. I'm going to talk some about um, another air gun company that I saw that has some really interesting stuff. But I'll have a picture of the Hotson uh, H1911 in the show notes. Like I said, you can go check that out. And um, really had a, had a good meeting with them, and it uh, was a lot of fun. Um, one of the things that I, I talked about just now was the six hour Sauer... Um, air rifle and uh or air pistol i should say and i really have a lot of fun at sig's booth because they do optics now they do sig electric optics they've run an ad with us in the past full page back cover i think in december uh, or, uh don't quote me on that, I think November of 2016 they ran a, uh, a back cover with our magazine and uh, they, they really have a great innovative line of suppressors, of ammunition, of pistols, of rifles I mean just about anything under the sun aside from maybe shotguns uh, SIG is up to some really great things there in, uh, in the world of firearms and air guns uh, because they carry a full line of air guns like I just mentioned um, but you know, they, they continue to innovate and their booth is packed. Every time I go by it, it is one of the in demand booths of uh shot show and it's a huge booth. And I think it's because they've got so many different innovative things going on to, um, to basically, you know, push that brand out there in the firearms market as a brand leader. Uh, and six hours certainly has earned it. I mean, they've got a lot of really good, uh, press and uh, a lot of good, um, good, uh, good, uh, items there, I mean basically from firearms to air guns, um, just a little bit of everything and uh, really excited to see what's going on with them next and uh, what they've come out with. So I uh, also wanted to mention uh, BTI Tools, that's owned by American Outdoor Brands um, Battlefield Technology Incorporated, I think is what BTI stands for, so there are several different iterations of companies in there and I met with uh, one of the guys I fished with at the, the uh, Delacroix event that I talked about um, for redfish, and uh, and he caught a lot of redfish, Pete uh, Pete K., great guy, and um, got to meet uh, some folks there, and got to really experience, you know, what I talked about in the past about bubble blade, and um, how much I like bubble blades, how much I enjoy uh, the bubble blade that I own and I plan to buy some other ones because you know, Chester was with me and uh, we we really talked about How tough a red fish bone is, you know The rib bones and the scales and everything like that and these but these knives go through Redfish like butter. I mean, it's just it's amazing, especially if you're doing them on the half show with a serrated blade um, or even if you're doing it with a regular fillet knife blade a tapered flex or um nine inch uh, serrated blade or whatever, or seven inch taper flights is the one that I have. And I've got a review coming out at fishgame.com pretty soon, probably not this next week, but the following week that we'll have um, my bubble Blade review of the, the one that I own personally, kind of go check out. But uh, they've got all kinds of different knife companies, Trade, um, Uncle Henry, Old Timer, I believe is one of their brands. So had all their knives on display and got to check that out and they just had a gigantic booth because they're they're part of a large outdoor brand company and uh, i'm excited to see bubble blade ended up there because uh, i think it's a fantastic fantastic tool to have in the field for uh, for fishing or hunting both uh, like i say i even carved up the uh the roast uh, that we had for Christmas with my Bubba Blade. I like it so much. So it's got, it's definitely fishing applications, but it also has hunting applications and they have a whole line of hunting knives that have a uh, a camo pattern on them and um, a different style of grip. But uh, I really want to give a big shout out to Bubba Blade and that line of knives. In fact, I just told um, my friend Danny Berry at DB hunting ranch and DB wall processing and taxidermy, he ordered a couple of those knives and used them in the back and like, it's like a cult following almost. I don't want to say cult, but I mean, you know what I mean? Basically, it's one of those things where, um, he, you know, people would walk by and go, Oh, you've got bubble blade. You know, I want a bubble blade. You know, it's just like this following that bubble blade has created over the years, especially in Texas saltwater fishing. Um, that's just just incredible. So they're a lot of fun, um, a lot of fun to use for sure, and they just cut through fish like nothing I've ever seen. Also wanted to mention stopping off at uh, Buck Knives, which was another uh, company that I that I made contact with. They've got a wide variety of different knives going on over there. Uh, the 110 folder is the kind of the classic knife. They have an assist opening and an automatic opening uh, knife for that. I use an Ergo Hunter, which I think has been discontinued, but they also have the Pack Light series, which is like having three knives that weighs, this is the weight of one, I call them skeleton knives um and they're just a lot of fun to uh to use in the field because you you have less weight and you uh you basically have more control with having less weight uh in your knife on fixed blade knives gut hooks caping knives so on and so forth uh they they have an anodization on them that really makes them um resist rust and and those kind of things that can destroy a knife Uh, I've had a lot of fun using my pack light and those have been on the market for a while the ergo hunter I think has been discontinued like I say I've got that one and then I've got the buck 110 uh, folder had a great meeting with them and uh, Hopefully we'll do some stuff in the advertising realm in the future with them, but I really had a lot of fun uh, Checking them out. So I wanted to definitely bring up buck knives because they uh, they're Constantly celebrating new knife models, so I didn't get to see all the different knives that they have that are new this year, but they got a fillet knife series, which is really cool, so they're covering kind of fishing and hunting both, and um, really some good stuff there. Also stopped by Air Force Air Guns, and um, the Air Force Texan is one I talk about a lot on this podcast. I've had Eric Henderson from Adventures of Field, as well as Rick Ward, the Urban Air Gunner, on the show before. I'd like to have them back in the future, maybe even on a conference call, because they're both great guests. Um and they hunt exclusively with air guns pretty much. Uh they use air guns every day, especially the Air Force brand. Um and the Texan now comes in a carbine version. Um instead of just the regular, you know, general long version, there's a shorter version of it now, a carbine version of the uh Air Force Texan and 45 caliber, I believe. And then the other calibers that the Texan comes in is 308 and 357. Uh, the new thing is the suppressed versions of the 308 and then the 3 the 357 to cover the spread of all the other suppressed versions of uh, of the 45 caliber Texan. And uh, I speak a lot about that gun because I've taken that on some successful hog hunts. And uh, Mac and Prowler, the guys that got me started in the media business, um, started me. Uh they, they took some uh, some some wild game black buck, red stag, so on and so forth in the wild with uh, with an air gun. They're working on legislation now to make big boy air guns over a certain size and power legal for whitetail hunting. The legislation's kind of in the background right now, um, being being tested Um, to see if that will pass that is legal in some states to hunt big game native game with uh, with a air rifle and um, you know it's just exciting to see that possibly happening in the Texas market as well so that was kind of all the rage there uh also wanted to mention that they have uh, a new 257 25 caliber if you will but uh 257 bore diameter uh, air rifle that's coming out they're just ordering the barrels and getting the getting the stuff in uh, to manufacture those so they're not going to be available for a while now but as far as production goes uh, i'm excited about that round because that's still a that's that's not a pellet gun at that point that's a, a true big bore air gun uh, 257 caliber because it shoots a slug and not a pellet uh, If you are looking for a pellet gun, they have the Condor and the Talon I've uh, got the Talon P that I own as well as the Air Force Texan and um, those are fantastic pellet guns I uh, Mine's in 25 caliber. The Condor is another fantastic Larger air rifle and they obviously make the Condor SS and the Talon P SS or the Talon SS I think is what it's called and uh, that's a those are fantastic air guns for the money Um and like I said many times before on the show, it's cheaper to shoot air guns than a twenty two in a lot of cases if you buy the tank and everything up front. Um, you know, you can just have hours and hours and hours of fun. These are single shot air guns. They're not, uh, multi-shot. They're, uh, they're basically, um, you know, make, make the one shot count, uh, kind of air gun. Um, uh, but PCP air guns have come a long way from what they were back in the day. They're very safe to shoot. They're a lot of fun for kids to get in the outdoors. And like I said, that's a big reason why I'm a proponent of air guns. So there's that, uh, Arcus hunting. I visited with, they do Ramcat broadheads, uh, dead downwind, Wind. Tink's um, quite a few different hunting scents. And um, they have some whitetail attractants that are new. And so they've got, uh, they're really big in the hunting industry and uh, in the innovation categories of some of the stuff that they're putting out. And actually Mr. Tink was there today um, To uh, sign autographs and meet folks and everything and so he's kind of a cool guy to uh, to hang out with but um, Got to meet with uh, one of my guys there at uh, Arcus and uh, got to present some stuff and hopefully have a chance to work with them this year um, Really excited to, uh, to to see what that company's up to also stopped by safe shoot this is a company that was down in the basement and um they basically make a this is hard to explain because it's not going to be available for test for actual product testing and review until sometime in the um may june 2018 time frame but what this is basically is a module or a um uh, uh, a piece of equipment that you wear or you put on a dog you put on a kid you put on uh, you know, a bystander, you know, a person, and anytime that gun that has the unit on it, the safe shoot unit on it, is within range and it's within a thousand yards, is within shooting range, it basically sends a warning to the person that is uh, that has the rifle, um, and sets off kind of an alarm to let you know that there's somebody downrange. Let it be a man's best friend, a dog, or a um, or a person, um, you know, a person or a child or whatever the case may be. Um, downrange and it basically, you know, gives a no-shoot alarm to the shooter uh, that that has the rifle. So this is great for uh, driven deer hunts. This is great for pheasant hunts. This is great for um, you know, quail hunts, those kind of things where you're walking a lot of people in the field and you have a lot of uh, muzzles in the air uh, and on the ground and uh, to basically keep people, you know, from uh, having accidents with hunting. And I think it's a very vital thing. This is the, uh, the developed by the Israelis and, uh, you know, they've developed a lot of stuff out of necessity. I think this is one of the things that's really going to be a, a, a product award winner in the future. Because it uh, it's a really innovative system I and mean, it's a very good safety system to have around for uh, for taking care of um, taking care of people, you know, and just making sure we don't have any accidents in the field. So safe shoot, check them out. I'll have some more information coming out in the magazine about them. We're gonna do a new gear release for them pretty soon. So um, another company I met with was Rio Ammunition. Uh, they've got a fantastic line of. Um, of dove ammunition, I use every year in the field, and I just have fantastic results with uh, with their ammunition. Um, Really really a lot of good stuff there, so check out Rio Ammunition, it's available at Academy Sports and Outdoors if you've not checked them out before as far as the quality uh, uh, ammo for shotguns. Uh, The really cool thing is they're based in Texas, they're a Spanish company, but they have headquarters in Texas and they're starting to manufacture uh, a good majority of their, uh, especially Dove and things that Texans buy. Uh, in the state of Texas, instead of having them imported, and um, it's a it's a really good company. I got to meet one of the guys that uh, that is now in charge of their marketing stuff there, and got to a little tour of some of the products and stuff that they're doing. And it's just um, it's just a great great brand. I've got some of their I think 20th or 25th anniversary uh, commemorative ammo that I dove hunt with, and they're based right in Marshall, Texas. So they're a Texan company. Uh, Marshall, Texas is. Uh, is a cool little town, and that's where they're based out of, and they're continuing to ramp up their uh, their operations and partner with Academy and other, uh, other sporting goods stores to carry their ammunition, which I think is really cool. And then I also checked out Holosun. Holosun was down in the basement level um, of the SHOT Show, and they carry a wide variety of red dot, reflex style sights, optics. Uh, they're mainly an optics company, and they have a wide variety of... Um, of uh of of optic solutions lasers especially is something they're new about and they want to work with us especially for hog hunting uh, and things like that that you can use lasers with exotics that kind of stuff in texas if you need fast target acquisition let's say you're in a helicopter hunt for a hog or um, even more commonly, you know, just driving around the, the pasture, driving around the ranch, and uh, you need a fast target acquisition on a, on a hog. Um, their laser sights are great, as well as their red dots. They've just got so many different models, it's overwhelming uh, of red dot optics and lasers, and uh, it's just really cool. They've got a fit for just about any kind of gun you can imagine, and um, a really cool company. So check out HoloSun, I'll try to put that in the show notes as well. Also wanted to mention, um, I checked out Skull Hooker. And Skull Hooker's been a media partner for Texas Fishing Game for a while, for the last couple of years. And I really like the innovations they've come up with because in Texas we love our European mounts. And I've done, we've done some specials with them before that I've announced on the podcast as far as uh, coupons, promo codes, that kind of stuff. Uh, that you can uh, take advantage of. And stay tuned because we'll probably do something like that in December again with a a Facebook post or an email blast, especially when we come up to August through December. Uh, They do a lot of their marketing and planning and stuff like that for that time of year because that's when a lot of people are harvesting big game. They have the little hooker, the big hooker, and little hookers obviously for white-tailed deer, antelope, those kind of uh, native game species. Um, The big hookers for your, you know, pure Davids, uh, red stag, elk, um, any of those big... Horned animals and big-headed animals—that's um, that's definitely a good consideration there. And then they've come out with the um, table hooker, which they've had for a while, and the skull hooker um, bone bracket, the XXL bone bracket for bigger games. So if you just want to mount the um, the antlers of an animal, you know that's what the bone bracket is for. You have, you have that an extra large or um, or you know just regular size. And then, last but not least on the list, they've got the skull cap, which is a little bit different way to mount um, skull caps uh, of the of animals. And then they have the trophy tree. The trophy tree is really cool. It's basically a, a floor mounted, it's not really mounted, it's not mounted on a wall, it's not mounted on a table. It's a freestanding floor mounting solution. So basically, it can stick in a corner, it can be kind of in the middle of a room, and it basically has a bunch of the little um, skull hooker uh, offshoots from it uh, just like a tree kind of would have branches and uh, that really helps the um, the, uh, the the display of your euro mounts because you can basically take the um, the 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 skulls and, and organize them however you want them you can have some to the left some to the right some to the center so on and so forth and you kind of admire your trophies that way and I really see the value and the benefit to the um, to To the hunter for that, because it's a unique way to show your stuff. They're not ridiculously expensive. They're very elegant, and if that's a word I could use for, for a hunting uh, hunting term uh, for a hunting product, but a uh, really good way to show your 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 trophies and uh, to your friends and your family and so on and so forth. The cool thing about the big hooker and the little hooker that are wall mounted is that you can you can pivot at about I don't know roughly 180 degrees if if you didn't have anything on it. Uh, But you can pivot to the left or the right or the center and kind of line them up and organize them on a wall and have them in different iterations if you want the, uh, the, the one side of the antlers to look, you know, or the one side of the horn, whatever the case may be to look to a certain way or be turned a certain way, you can do that. It's this completely swiveling solution uh, to move things where a traditional European mounting bracket you can't do that with. So it's one thing I'm trying to get my taxidermy friends involved in owning uh, some some of these and, and uh, showing them off in their taxidermy studios and selling them to their customers um, as, as a dealer because they're really, really cool ways to show your European mounts and that's huge for us here in Texas. So. Um, or they in Texas, since I'm not in Texas right now. Uh, other company I wanted to bring up to you before I try to bring Chester Moore here, and it may be too late for him because he is a uh, early riser and uh, early to bed kind of guy. I'm going to go try to roust him out and try to finish the podcast with him this evening. But I uh, also ran into Swagger Bipods. I've got a... Um, Picture of one of these in action, and it's a guy that basically has both bipods up against his leg or his uh, his waistline area, and uh, aiming at a, a simulator that they have a video simulator um, where he basically was was shooting at uh, at game animals uh, with the Swagger bipods. And Swagger bipods obviously did a program with us with Big and Jay owned by the same company, and we did hunting school a couple, a couple of months ago now. I wrote a lot of content for that, and a really, really awesome uh, product. Uh, Swagger Bipods are not cheap by any means, but they are very high quality. Uh, they allow you to uh, have a bipod system that's kind of a quick-access bipod, but also uh, for different terrains, especially if you do a lot of spot-and-stalk hunting around um, mountains or rocky areas or uneven ground. These, these, these uh, bipods are fantastic. They easily mount to the bottom of the gun um, via uh, a rail or a swivel situation. And uh, it's just a really fantastic idea to check them out. Um, and see what uh, see what, if Swagger bipods will work for you because I, they, they definitely have caught my eye as something that I think a lot of hunters should consider, especially if you're doing a lot of spot and stalk and not stand hunting, uh, if you're really getting out there in the terrain and uh, want a, st- a really steady rest, and uh, that's what I really think is, is cool. Also ran into spot, Global Star. If you remember last fall, we did uh, around Christmas time, so I guess it's been about a month now, Uh, We did a podcast where I talked about one of the the specials they were doing for Christmas. I think it was a 50% off or some kind of percentage off deal. And uh, they really have an awesome product line uh, They basically can save your bacon if you are in a... um, emergency situation, if somebody gets hurt, if um, if your family and relatives want to know where you are and you're in a remote area, they use a, a really complex GPS system to basically track your location. And in a worst case scenario with their Gen 3, I believe you can also request uh, assist, emergency assistance, helicopter uh, to come uh, in certain parts of the world to, uh, to save your bacon, as it were. And uh, they've got a really really neat set of uh, products, and I think the uh, what I wrote down here was the uh, Generation Three um, was the new um, uh, model that they have, the Gen Three, and it's a really cool, really cool product. I would r- really recommend that you check them out. I think there it's FindMeSpot.com. That's FindMeSpot.com. And um, the the Spot Global Star Company is just a great group of people uh, that really make a, an innovative product that can uh, that can really save your life. You know, if you ever uh, were offshore in, uh, in, in a fishing situation, or you were in the mountains of West Texas, or elsewhere in Colorado. Or New Mexico, or someplace like that, in remote situations. I mean, it could be a lifesaver. So, a uh, subscription to them and a uh, purchase of one of their products would really be a good idea to uh, to have, especially if you're going to remote locations, which a lot of us do in the outdoors. So, I'm gonna go try to call Chester and get him on the podcast, and I will be right back with you. All right, joining me on the podcast now, Mr. Chester Moore, the editor in chief of Texas Fishing Game Magazine, host of his own radio show, More Outdoors, on KLVI. Thank and you for the plug. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, nineteen years and going strong. Yeah, nineteen years and <laughs> going strong on radio. So that's really cool. Um,
1: what are some of the things that you saw at Shot the Contrada today? You know, um, I did get to walk around a little bit more today. You know, we had meetings and stuff, but I got to spend a little bit of time down in the basement. Right. You know, the basements, if you've never been to the SHOT Show, it's the area where, you know, maybe I'm not going to say all the upstarts, maybe smaller companies and right. things go. Right, newer companies. The newer companies, and smaller cases, companies. Yeah. You know, they're not the Remingtons, they're not the Six Hours, but they're, you know, they're a company that maybe has some really cool products. And, and I went down there, you know. Uh, the one thing that just really I don't understand it is how many companies produce tactical and AR fifteen stuff. It's insane. <laughs> it is nuts,
0: dude. If, mean, you, if you're
1: someone who wants that kind of product, it's the golden age. Right. It you know, is. it really, it it's really, it's never been better. Yeah. I mean. It really, it really is the golden age. Um, you know, as far as a particular product, I'm going to be honest. The best things that I saw today were like, not traditional. You know, um, gun stuff. Uh, I went to Coast, yes. and saw some incredible flashlights i meet with them tomorrow. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. really amazing stuff at, at very affordable prices. Um, flashlights that have, uh, you know, you can hook your USB into yes. to charge it. Plus, they have rechargeable batteries as well mm-hmm. um, that, that extend. I liked it because, you know, most flashlights you adjust by, you know, at the very end by moving the ring around, right? The zoom, You're right. These move in and out, which was right. kind of cool, Right, up and man. down. And so I, yep. They were very, like, ergonomic, you know, really mm-hmm. easy. They were lightweight. And they were in, in many configurations that are very practical for the fisherman, the hunter, or just someone who wants to get around the property or something. Right. Oh, uh, one of their, I forget what model it is, but it's like a rubberized, you know, you know what i about? Yeah, that's the one I need because, yeah, because I can you break everything. i break everything, everything dude. <laughs> have, I've lost. I went on a ridership with a major sunglass company and kicked a pair over they gave me <laughs> at the event. I mean, I had to because it just disappeared. I'm like, the same thing could have happened. It's just because I want to shoot photos. If uh, if people want, want a real product test, send it to Chester. If more. you want think something, maybe it meant nothing precision, but something that can be broken. You yeah. think, well, my stuff can't be broken. I'm better than like a grizzly on the commercial. Like, Dude. you give it to me, I can, you know. But yeah. um, but that that was really really cool. In terms of uh, the product, you know, and um, just looking overall at a lot of the guns and stuff, um, it's really incredible to me that gun prices haven't gotten higher. Sure. Um, You know, that's something for the consumer, I know, because one -one thing I ask everybody, what's your retail, what's your retail, what's your retail? Because I want to come back and tell people, you know, this is, you know, you can get this for this price, and um, gun prices aren't that bad. You know, if you're looking for something practical, go deer hunting, you know. Yes. If you're going for one of the big brands and some custom, you know, hot caliber, you know, it may cost you more because of the, you know, precision nature of that. But if you just want to go deer hunting and have something that, that's accurate and chewed a deer or hog or squirrel hunting or whatever, or, or a lot of shotgun stuff, there's, there's just tons and tons of stuff out there. Um, Weatherby. I looked at some of the Weatherby stuff. Sure. And, um, you know, some very impressive stuff in mm-hmm. Weatherby. Uh, you know, and, you know, it's interesting asking these guys um, what their hot, you know, caliber is, you know. Right. And um, there's a lot of calibers I'm like, I didn't know that was a caliber these days, you know. You know it's like, really, that's a caliber? <laughs> that's you know? one of those wildcats, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Weatherby had a lot of really cool stuff, and the Weatherby's known as, a, you know, an expensive brand. You know, right. they're, not a, they're not a real cheap brand, but they had affordable stuff. Yeah. You know, and uh, I'm gonna go back to CZ we talked about yesterday. Yeah, utterly blown away by like their suppressor, the integral suppressor in the, in the 22. Mm-hmm. It was incredible, and there's you know there's quite a few different uh, things like that. So that that was really cool. The one thing I haven't got to look at much is handguns. Um, and that's not really my thing, but from the self defense perspective, I like to look at the handgun. So tomorrow I'm hoping I'm gonna spend a little time specifically looking for right. you know for handgun stuff. I did see a lot of uh, a lot of cool host holsters and stuff like that. Yes. You know? But the thing I really came away today was I had a lot of meetings again, but I had time to look in the basement, was I've kinda of got a theme now. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I something, was waiting for this. Yeah, this is my thing, you know. <laughs> I'm kind of like get the theme going overall. Right. It is improving on what works. Okay. That's really what I came away with. Innovation,
0: um, I guess, is the summation of that. Yeah, that
1: uh, everyone is kind of settled in a point on the guns where, look, um, we've came out with as many crazy Wildcat calibers as we can come out with. (laughs) So far. Um, So far. Uh, (laughs) We've done a lot of that stuff. But everybody's trying to dial in on um, how to make that product more comfortable.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How to make it um, a little bit more effective, and the comfort thing to me is a big deal with some of this hunting gear for people who really go out and hunt. Um, if you're, you know, if you're sitting in a tower blind with a heater, or maybe an AC in Texas sometimes, <laughs> Depends and, on what and, you and you year. know, and and all you're doing is hunting over a feeder, you might not. And there's nothing wrong with that, but you might not need something quite as comfortable as the guy who's maybe packeted in some place in Utah, or Colorado, right. or. Mule deer hunting out in the Trans Pecos, but for those guys and stuff, i have seen a lot of stuff. I mean, a lot of really lightweight weaponry, yes. uh, a lot of things that are designed to reduce recoil naturally in the gun. Uh, a lot of th- a lot of special grips and things, and uh, custom made for women and sizes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think I think it's improving on what works. It's not trying to wow people necessarily. Sure. It's like okay every year we're going to start trying to find one little thing to improve on our product with mm-hmm. you know and i think that's cool i mean that's honest you know every year people can't reinvent the wheel right you know we're still using the wheel yeah. it's just a different configuration yeah. you know
0: that's right yeah and that that's the consideration i make with all this stuff is that you know it doesn't always have to be new but it's cooler if it's better you know <laughs> i mean that's kind of the way i look at it it's it's it's, it's yeah yeah exactly
1: yeah, yeah and th- and that's fun because you know, sometimes you go to some show, not necessarily shop, maybe iCast or one of these things, and you're like, you know, okay, you know, what's new? That's the first thing I ask, you know, do you have anything new? Because usually that's what they want to promote or talk, to, yeah. and uh, you'll have some some guy bust out something, and it's like, uh, we have a new coat of paint on this. And it's, our, and it's a five-minute spiel yeah. about the paint, and it's new, and I'm like, okay the new color (laughs) yeah i'd rather and i've had i I love very just honest people which 99 percent you run into are and they'll say hey you know this year we don't have a whole lot new but what we've done is um you know we've tweaked you know we've we've tweaked this a little bit you know yeah and i think that's really cool because i think that is a lot more honest than trying to say every year you can't be a rifle company and reinvent the wheel every year right you know so i think that's uh I think that's pretty cool. And that's, so that, th- that was the thing for me. You know, it's improving on what it works. And um, I did get to spend a little time looking at some of the clothing today. Mm-hmm. And I uh, went to Under Armour. Yes. And, dude, you know, the Under Armour stuff's pretty expensive. Mm-hmm. But it's incredible stuff. And they had some suits, especially uh, the rain suit that they had. That were like unbelievable in terms of what they the, the links they go to to make it comfortable and work yes. for you, man. So I was I was really impressed with that. And um, you know you, when you when you go to these shows, um, we're we're here. If you don't know, text Fishing game here is to make money. You know, we're here. the the the, the, the Advertising team is here to sell ads. Right. I'm here to help them with the editorial part of that. Right. And then in the spare time, catch products. Which you'll see starting next week, we're going to be doing um, a couple of lengthy blogs kind of summing up, Dust and I, uh, what we saw at the show. And I'm always just trying to find those gems to help you guys, the listeners out there, who honor us with listening to Dustin's podcast and reading their blogs and our posts and following us on social media and hopefully getting the print mag or maybe the digital issue um, with things that will really help you in the field at some point. So you're going to see a lot of that, and uh, we're just trying to kind of give you the overarching theme Uh, Of what's going on right now. So, um, you know, are there better places to go for minute details on all the products? Because there are people just running around. That's all they're doing. We're trying to let you know, look, this is the bottom line for what's coming out in 2018. Mm -hmm. You know, and what to expect. And here's a few
0: really cool products. Right. And I mean, that's really what what I try to do as, as part of this show is just, you know, lead you to make your own, you know, summations, your own, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, basically summaries, you know, of what, what works best for you in your own, in the field, you know, in your own world. But... You know, I just, I love this stuff so much. I love the people that we work with. I mean, I, I love what I do and in and, and the podcast and the, and the magazine and stuff that I get to bring this to you. I mean, to me, it's an honor. I know it's an honor to you, too, Chester. To,
1: sure, man. that someone actually wants to download this and listen right, to, listen to and it, say, who yeah. the heck are we? You know right, I mean? <laughs> we're just two guys. So. You know, and that's one thing I do want to say if you're listening, and I know Dustin's his podcast, but I know he feels this way, too, as we've talked about sure. it. Is the fact that, uh, man, we really try to have integrity about this. Yes. Um, and it's hard. I'll be honest. It's business and it's hard to be honest, dead honest in business. Right. You know, so we're always trying to give you um, a real take on it and not a fluff take. Right. Not an on the take take. Just this is kind of really what's going on. So we hope you. Get that and everything that's part of Texas fishing game because I go to, I I go to great lengths and torture myself over this stuff <laughs> as I'm as not, and not on purpose but I'm trying to make sure we get out there because let's just be real and because nobody's real out there with some of this stuff, um, you know, if somebody's advertising with us and uh, they have a product that's kind of crappy which we haven't had that happen in a decade that oh, I could think while. of. Oh, wow, yeah, know what I, I mean? Gonna say, yeah. Um, you me. know, it's going to be hard for me as a writer to go to everybody else and go, you know what, we're going to have to write a crap review and bomb these people out. <sighs> yeah. We're just not going to run a review. Yeah, we just don't write one, or we yeah. just don't run that's it. That's just right? honesty. Right. But the truth is, I can't think of an instance in over a decade that that's happened. Yeah. That we, not that we even tried to do a review of, but we had a product that would have been like, uh you know, because the stuff's good out there. Yeah, people. Social media. One thing it's done. It's helped weed out the crap. Yeah, and
0: I I bring that up on the show a lot. I know you listeners are going to get tired of this, but this is the golden age that we are in right now for firearms, for shooting, for hunting products, for you know um, a lot of different things. And I I say that a lot on the show, but I mean, I I mean that it is a. it is a blessing for us
1: to, it's a great time to be alive, man. I mean, sure. if you want to really summarize it like that. Um, you know. I, yeah, you know, because I can't think of an advertiser that we have in the publication or have had for a long, long, long time that does not put out very good stuff. Right. And the truth is, the quality is basically down to your opinion because right. all of it works. Yeah, it's just your preference on a lot of it. exactly. You know, exactly. so well, that's a great thing. Yeah, brand. like okay. you know, you may like this little angle on this one or this little angle down, but both of those guns are really good. Or this particular thing, you know, there's certain things. It's going to come down to you and how you're wired. Right. But there's not there's not a lot of crap out there anymore. Right. When I first got in the business 25 years ago which is really weird because I'm looking in the mirrors and I'm doing this, and I'm still I'm 44. <laughs> I'm still a, a young guy in this business. Right. You know? Yes, you are. And um, there was a lot of crap out there yeah. you know, in, in, in the outdoors business, but social media has, you know, because good stuff has trolls. Yeah. The good stuff has trolls.
0: That's a good way to look
1: at a ton it. ton of it them. Yeah. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I absolute idiots, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. But so the bad stuff just gets lambasted. Yeah. And so right. it's a weeding out process. That's maybe a slight advantage of social media.
0: Well, I've said this before. I mean, it's 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 social media, but it's also just the market itself. I mean, you're not going to c- carry a crap product in a store or in an online store or whatever if it's not going to sell, if the word gets out that it's a piece of trash. Trash, you know yeah. and I mean in a way uh, the, the, the hunters and the, the purchasers the consumers of those products have have already spoken basically by what they want to see. And the, and the companies have, have responded and developed, you know. And I think that's a really good symbiotic relationship, if, if, if that's okay to say.
1: You know? That's very so, deep, Dustin. Real deep. The symbiosis, <laughs> symbiosis yeah. of the capitalistic system. To, this is a hunting podcast, fishing podcast. I want you I to want title to this The Symbiosis of the
0: Capitalistic <laughs> Firearm System in America. <laughs> deep thoughts by Chester Moore <laughs> Dustin Moore. Don't get me on deep thoughts at this point <laughs> know, in the show I know, it, it, it gets scary, scary. I know, it Says crazy. the guy
1: wearing a Marvel Comics beanie so yeah. you know deep thoughts yeah, I know. right that's cool that's yeah. really cool So anything else you would like to add Mr. Chester You know um this show is so large in scope that it kind of takes a while to wrap your head around it Oh it does And, and it um does. but if anyone ever has a chance to come to the show it's not a, it's not a Public show. Yeah, it's
0: not open to the public at all. But
1: if you district. maybe your friend has owns a gun shop or a range right. or something, you can help them out. It's it's worth coming if you're into that stuff. You yeah, know, it is. And the iCast obviously for the fishing side too. Oh my gosh! I mean, do we
0: do a lot of shows or what? I mean, I do NRA and then I do um, you know the boat shows and everything else. And I mean, it's just like it's a one show to the other one. January first hits, it's just boom. You know. You know something so.
1: I noticed this year that was and, and it really hit me. I saw it yesterday, but like today I was like really noticed it because I was looking for it. Is when I went by all these booths and saw hundreds and hundreds of booths today. Um, I saw very few product endorsing like outdoor selections. Yeah, you said
0: that earlier, and I I was asking you why when we were walking.
1: And well, and, about and then you that. walk in one of the entrances; it's the company that owns. The Sportsman's Channel and the Outdoor Show. Right. And they have this graphic that's like twenty feet tall mm-hmm. with pictures of all their hosts and shows, right? So it's a lot of people. Walking around the show, basically I saw Jim Shockey yep. everywhere. Yep. Like Jim Shockey's got the endorsement stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and but I did I saw a lot of the people like last year, the last ten years I've been here, their faces are nowhere to be seen. They're not doing signings. Mm-hmm. There's no um there's really no Presence on, right. on the product endorsement side of some of this stuff, you know, and and I and I don't know. I think some of it can be that you know because we don't have a boogeyman in the White House anymore. Right. You know, we you know I actually heard theres I was say boogeyman because I heard someone talk about well, we need a boogeyman in the White House. Meaning, the figure of you know, people were scared of Obama, were scared of Hillary because of gun things, and make a boogeyman out of them and you sell guns, right? Right, I actually heard someone on the, on the bus back saying we need and you know, we should have had Hillary in so we sold more guns. Oh my god, I mean, so you'd have your boogeyman or boogeywoman or whatever, you know, yeah, but um, true. I mean, so the, 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 the industry, the firearm side, has come down right from this big peak, time. artificial right. like bubble, like the market, right. you know, right. So it could, be, it could be some shaking out of that, you know, right. like the low people in the totem pole are probably outdoor TV host, mm-hmm. you know, as far as endorsements and stuff like that. It could be just that there's a cycle of them, and if you, you notice, a lot of these companies are bought up by conglomerates now, yes. and they're like, you know, this ain't working for us, we're gone, you know, you're, we're cutting you, you know, I don't know, because people don't, you, you might watch a hunting and fishing TV show, but I would estimate that 75% of those people make almost no money doing it. Well, that's true.
0: I mean, I, I I come from that. That's where I started. Yeah. My, no, it's tough. I mean, it's, it's not rough. easy
1: at all. It is. So if you see the show, appreciate there's a lot that goes into it. Yeah, there is. A lot so it money. could be that, but it was a, it was different. And, you know, I've thought for a long time that the model of the paid endorser, like a pro fishing guy or a hunting spokesman on a TV show. Right. I've thought for a long time someone's going to come out with something that kills that model,
0: <laughs>
1: and maybe there's a birth of that we don't know about. Yeah, it. you know, I'm not saying that I want that to happen. Right. But people, people always end up trying to find a new way to do whatever, and if they and if the and if these corporate elites can find a way to squeeze out an extra few, especially the publicly traded companies, mm. can can find a way to more bottom line it and not have to go that way with somebody because some of these guys have really broad, you know, money. and You know, yeah. they, they get paid pretty good money doing this. So uh, I hope the people that I've seen before are still being endorsed and making money. Sure. And, and getting their, their stuff. But you know, the truth is, a lot of those, some of those shows, a lot of those sponsors you see are just getting product. Yeah. You and I, know, I, you know that I know
0: that because when I started with Mac yeah. and Prowler, and I mean, I've had them on the show before. Our first podcast in 2015 was, you know, how to start an outdoor TV show. I mean, that was that was what I cut my teeth on before um, before I got involved with Texas Fishing Game. But it's rough, and the thing I, I did not even see too to your point, Jester was the amount of, you know, oh, this person will be here at this time, this person will be that the, the celebrity nothing. appearance it's with nothing. autographs and all that other stuff. I don't know if it, nobody cares anymore or if it's just, if it's run its course or what, like you're
1: saying. Well, today, uh, there, there were some, like Jerry McCulick and a few guys like that, you know, the shooting guy, whatever. But you gotta realize, that is such a minor niche mm-hmm. of a celebrity. Yeah, Nothing against a guy or any of those people, but they're in that, unless you're a shooter... You know, right. you don't really know. They don't have like national TV, yes. Fox Sports or something exposure or CBS right. exposure. Yes. Like, you know, or, or a movies or something like that, you know. But uh, today I got to meet Oyce Gracie, uh, who's an MMA legend. There was a huge line for him. Someone brought him in to do, um, Packet Heat brought him in to do a thing. He was really cool. I stood in line to meet him for a few minutes. Got a picture and saw autographs and stuff. So there's still some of that. I mean, like tomorrow they're going to have uh, Randy Couture, another MMA guy. Former UFC champion is going to be there. You see some of that, but even less of that. Yeah. But when it goes down to like the TV, outdoor hunting TV people, it's not a whole lot. Well, and that's the thing. It, the That whole
0: medium has changed now. Yeah, it's weird, man. I it, mean, Chester, you have a Roku channel, right? I know, I know. Okay, God's Outdoors or what is the Kingdom, Kingdom Zoo, yeah. Kingdom Zoo, whatever it's under. So, I mean, there's that. I mean, uh, I have a YouTube channel. Chester's got a YouTube channel. I mean, there's so many different ways that we consume media. It's all segmented now. And it's not what it used to be where we just had three, you know, outdoor channels that we it's would watch. It's insane. And once again, the pie isn't
1: bigger. It's right. smaller. But it sliced up, That's where mil- I was going and with that. It's sliced up in a million pieces. Right. So That's where I was going with that. Um, I'm hoping everyone who is, you know, especially the people that were really making a living doing this, I'm hoping they're still getting their income and doing it. But it was just, a, it was something I noticed. It was different. That's a very good. Because I pay attention know. to that stuff, you know. No, I, I got a lot of friends back home. That's all they do is watch outdoor TV. Right. So I'm always getting them the autographs and stuff like that, you know, and you know, it's usually a friend of mine going, "Can you get me Tiffany's autograph?" Yeah, I saw her today, by the way. Really? Yeah. What a sweetheart, clear, by the way. Yeah, great woman. And yeah, Lee's sure. a great guy. I've met him yeah. several times. I and saw them both. And usually, the, the, the my friends usually don't say anything about getting Lee's autographs. Right, right. it's all about you Tiffany. because you know? she's, <laughs> she's so pretty. Yeah, but, right. but they're very, um, they're both, and I, and I salute them because they were the first couple. Right, that were doing that, and they have a great, wonderful program, and they're still out there doing it. Yeah. They're one of the few that were here doing that stuff. All these years later, you right. know. So, um, right. I, you know, I got a lot of respect for that. But, uh, you know, or, or my friends would be like Shockey. You know, everybody likes Shockey. Yeah. know, And he was he was around a lot. He's, I saw him today at the Crossman booth. He's yeah. kind of the he's kind of the guy right now the on the big game yeah. side. You know. Mm-hmm. So um, that was interesting. But I think um, I think the industry with the Advent of the millennials really joined the workforce side of it mm-hmm. is just changing a whole lot, and it's weird because the hunting side and the gun side, the tactical self-defense side, are rat are becoming radically different. Yes, um, I, I notice that too. I see people that I like. Look, there's no way this guy's gonna go kill a hog, you know. You know, because, you know, you'll you'll be talking to them at, at, at a thing or something and you realize real quick they're at a gun thing, but they don't know anything about hunting. Right. Because I'll ask them hunting questions like they'll never be hog hunter or deer hunting.
0: Well, we've seen that in the fishing world, too, yeah. you know, with a lot of the, the millennials that are taking and, and nothing against that, but, I mean, I figure if you're going to get into this industry, you should at least hunt and fish a little bit. You well, and you
1: know, on the gun side, really kind of my point of that is that the gun side's pulling in some people. Yes. You know, that we talked about with, uh, with you know, more of the, you know, people being more broad tent. Mm-hmm. And I think the hunting side hasn't got caught up quite so far yet on that, you know, or it's a harder sell. Right. I think self-defense is a whole lot easier sell than like, let's go blow a deer away. <laughs> I mean, it is. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, let's be honest with it. It's a lot easier sell because, look, um, there's no experience in your life. That can make you have an epiphany that you need to go deer hunting. Yes. True. You kind of need to be brought up in it. Right. Introduced to it. Yes. Something like that. However, Schooled if you get it. mugged or house broken into, yep. you may have been all for gun regulations and you go, hey, that Second Amendment thing's for me. Yeah, that's right. So I think there's... with it's personal. I then? think that that's where it's coming. You know, we call them, you know, people call them snowflakes and all these ridiculous <laughs> things you hear out there. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But... No, man, you know, I think a lot of these people are are, are wising up and going, look, I'm going to support, because we still have a Second Amendment. Right. You would think, with all the, the idiots that have been in charge of government over the years, in terms of wanting to, the Nancy Pelosi's and everyone, wanting to ban guns at high, incredible limits of power, right. been there 40, 50 years, it, something would have been chipped away more, right? Mm-hmm. But it's still there, and I think it has a lot to do with what I said about, People coming in and going, hey, look, you know, at the end of the day, uh, nope, I don't want, I don't, I don't want some serial killer coming to my house, right? You know, so I'm seeing a lot of that. People that is connected to hunting, with their connected guns, so yeah, and that, and that, and, and that's that's good. I mean, because there's crossover potential, For you know. Sure there is. Yeah. Uh, but uh, and there's a campaign out there, and it was, um, uh, there's a campaign, and, and I forget exactly who was doing it, but uh, they're trying to get like a boost hunter numbers again, you know, really try to reintroduce hunting and hunter numbers, stuff like that. And I, I I'm going to be, I'm just going to be, cause I, I never try to shoot anything, but honestly, I ain't going to happen. Okay. That's not going to happen. I think the best we'll do is hold fairly steady. Mm-hmm. The demographics are just shifting too much. Yeah, they are. It's a demographic war.
0: Well, and I've said about my own son, who's a, you know, plural millennial, whatever you want to call his generation. Um, is there's so many distractions to not getting out in the woods and in the outdoors and stuff like that. There's so many other things to do, you know? Sure, tons of stuff,
1: the, the, the electronic disconnect, sure, and then sure. the fact that um, you have, for example, way more single-parent homes with moms raising kids. Mom's not as likely to take them hunting. Yeah. Um, uh, you'll also have the fact of just there's less habitat, Mm-hmm. Uh, more city people that never go out and experience and grow up on a farm or, or whatever. Yeah. So World I think guys. it'll be a holding steady thing. You mm-hmm. know, I think if you hold steady, honestly, if you hold steady close to what we're at now, that's an incredible accomplishment. Yeah, it is. Because it's a dim, Matter of fact, I had an article about four years ago in Texas Fishing Game called The Demographics Bomb. Mm-hmm. And that was what it was about is all these things coming together, you know, mm-hmm. and yep. what's going on. So. Um, it's cool. Well, we're excited and motivated here at Texas Fishing Game we're, we love having Dustin's podcast at fishgame.com And uh, we try to if you want to tune in to honest outdoors talk check out his podcast if you want to have some um, honest um, blogging go to fishgame.com We right. try to give it to you the best and straight shoot straight we can and we appreciate everyone who sponsors and supports all this and makes it possible and we mainly appreciate you because without an audience, we wouldn't have anything. That's true. I said
0: that before on one of the one of the earlier shows. Uh, that maybe it was two or three shows back. I was like, without yeah. listeners, we wouldn't <laughs> we wouldn't
1: have anybody to talk to, you know? So yeah, you know, listen. to be able to engage people. Right. So thank you all yeah, thank for being you. part of what we do in this Texas fishing game uh, nation. That That's right. Absolutely. Thanks so much for joining us, Chester. Yep. God bless, man. And there he goes, ladies and
0: gentlemen, Mr. Chester Moore with Texas Fishing Game Magazine. Uh, love that guy uh great to have him on the show again and they are gone tomorrow um the whole crew i think leaves thursday for the show so um they'll be going back home to texas and i'll be going back home friday so i'm gonna try to bring you one more podcast uh tomorrow with my thoughts and maybe a podcast wrap up on friday after that but we'll see what happens um But uh, lots of fun things happening on this show, and uh, I'm really excited to be able to bring this to you. Thank you so much again for watching, reading, and listening, and have an awesome day in the outdoors. We'll see you next time.